0: No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: The Out of Bounds Show podcast is brought to you by Bank Plus. Bank Plus. It's more than a name. It's a promise.
1: W R T S. Pickens Jackson. You
0: ready? Let's go.
1: Now live in the Bank Plus studio, where college football meets the all-lifestyle. Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Out-of-Bounds Show with Bo Bound. streaming around the world live at the Out-of-Bounds radio app and on your radio at ESPN 105.9. Where are
2: you? The Zone.
1: Well, that was unbelievable. Both Saturday and Sunday, that was some good football. That's what we needed, you know, after the week before. Holy smokes. Good morning on a chilly Monday. Welcome in to the Out of Bounds show. Thanks for making us your sports and entertainment show of choice. In the great state of Mississippi, you know this is 105.9 The Zone, ESPN, WRKS, and we're streaming live on the Out of Bounds Radio app. Out of Bounds Radio app. You can hit us up on the uh, Farm Bureau Insurance call-in line, 601-707-3750. You can tell me that Matthew Stafford's better than Tom Brady. Twitter handle, at... Bow Bounds, and what was Mississippi Ag is now Ag Up Equipment, and your Ag Up Equipment text line is 601-885-3776. I've got Blake Mania with me, uh, who had a disc golf tournament this weekend that we'll talk about later in the show. I mean, somebody's got to put it on the line. Somebody has to. Okay. And uh, I'm your host, Bo Bounce. We'll have Tom Luganville at 8.30. Talk quarterback play. QB1. Whether it's Jackson Dart or Patrick Mahomes, depends on the level. The, uh, uh, the Dart and uh, Trigg watch continues. And uh, I think it's pretty obvious at this point that if Dylan Gabriel wasn't at Oklahoma, then Dart would be there. But this could really line up for the Ole Miss Rebels. We'll see what all shakes out. Technically, Caleb Williams hasn't made an official, as Blake said last week, Caleb Williams hasn't made anything official, whether it's Southern Cal or, you know, another school. So we'll see. Um. So I pulled, I, I was trying to think the last time I went to a <clears throat> college basketball game. And I think I may have gone to a game in January of before the pandemic.
2: 19, oh, 20, beginning of 20?
1: Beginning of 2020, yeah I think, but I don't know, okay? And was there beer being served in the hump then? When was Lane
2: Kiffin hired?
1: Well, I went to the, all right, so I was trying to figure out when I'd been to the pavilion or the hump. Lane Kiffin. And I knew I'd gone to the press conference for Kiffin in December. You took a picture with a beer. And it did 11,000 views hump, on Twitter.
2: The hump was hilarious. not, I don't believe the hump was there yet. I think State was late to that imagine party, that. right? So um, I'm gonna guess that you did not have a beer. How
1: did Start will get cold beer and beer on Sunday before Oxford?
2: Yeah, I, that's a great question. Yeah.
1: All right. Anyway, so we may debate that at some point. Yeah. yeah those in the guys. Near future. The,
2: the point of that is, whoever got that done can get anything done.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and I'd like that's a great point. <laughs> that's a good. We'll have to do some uh, some digging. Yeah. Anyway, I couldn't remember if that was the last time I'd been in one of the two buildings. I'm going to say Kiffin's yes. Lane press conference. Or a basketball game, maybe the season before. I, I just couldn't remember. And so I looked at Wendy on Friday. And, you know, you and I had a big Friday. And, and we, we, did, we did we did a couple of interviews after the show and so on. And uh, Robert St. John, who's going to kick off our Whiskey 61 podcast. But I looked at Wendy Blake. I said, I'm going to go to the game tomorrow. And she was like, I think you should. Proud of you. And I got up and I, I can talk myself out of that stuff. And I got up the <laughs> yeah. next morning, and I was sitting there, and neither one of my kids were there. And I was like, "Do I want to go?" And, A house without
2: kids is hard to yeah. yeah. and It was
1: cold, you
2: know. Uh, yeah. And I said, "I do know
1: I'm going. I got to see this team. I've, I've watched both of them, but I have to see. It gives me an opportunity to see them live, up close, the whole thing. Yeah." All right, and you know I have a couple of takeaways from for both programs because we're not a basketball state and we're never going to be a basketball state, and football and baseball will always trump basketball. But I will say this: whether it's Kermit or AK or Barnes or Evans, and whether it's Hallen or Stansberry or Richard Williams. When your team makes the tournament, people get in. And I know it's a quick turnaround, right? Four or five days, six days, whatever, five days, four days. From when you know to when you play. But everybody gets... A big chunk of your fan base, Blake, gets all hot and bothered yeah. over a ticket to March Madness. Yeah. Now, I'm watching the game, and and you know where I've been on this program with with Ben Hallen, And... Uh... Mississippi State has talent. You know, Molinar's is a, a good player. Uh, he's not special, but he's good. And I love his game because it's more when I was growing up and he plays point guard. You could argue whatever he is, one or two, but but he's good enough. Um, Garrison Brooks is a good player. He's not elite. He's not special. He's not going to the NBA, neither one of them. Um, but in college basketball day, those are good players, okay? And then I was thinking about Tolu uh, Smith. He's a good post player, Blake.
2: I agree with that. You can win with that guy. Yeah. Okay? More, in, in, more athletic. In the, in the game
1: today? Yeah, more athletic. His footwork is yeah. really good. He, he does some good things. He hasn't been healthy, and he got hurt at the end of the game. But you can win with that, all right? You're still lacking on the perimeter. I mean, DJ Jeffries is a nice player. You need to delete what the number was beside his name coming out of high school. You have to do that. We struggle to do that. Once a guy's a 94 or 96 or 97, we believe that he's that, you know, and then we see him, he's not. Um, So, you know, and then there's some role players. I thought they played, Mississippi State had the two best players on the court, Blake. Yep. Molinar and Garrison Brooks. And they won. All right. Ole Miss. I mean they've got some they've got some nice players, Ruffin, Morrell, Brakefield. They're missing Jarquel joyner and Robert Allen. But uh I think people I think Mississippi State people have gotten it wrong. I think Ben Hallen's doing a phenomenal job, considering. Ooh. I think MSU people have absolutely and totally inflated the talent on the roster. And that doesn't mean that there's not talent on the roster, Blake. But as you look at all three phases of the game and what Hallen did on Saturday and some of their wins this year, he's actually doing a really good job.
0: Ooh, so tasty and ironic. And
1: I also want to let you know, because you need another guard.
0: Okay, there's no doubt you
1: you need a DJ Jeffries out on the you've got a bunch of guys who are kind of clunky 1997 guards. And and so you don't have the fluidity that you need and and the uh, spacing that you need and guys that can really handle the ball and so on. Um, And neither does Ole Miss. You always need more guards. But but I'm talking about in the game today where if you if you're not shooting the three. Yeah and and shooting it pretty well then you know you're what are you doing yeah no I mean, i'm
2: with you you all yeah you always need more scoring and, and
1: so and they were six of 18 on on uh, garrison brooks killed on this from 12 to 15 feet but um which you can win like that some in college basketball but but you want to be able to drain the threes um yeah he's coaching he he is coaching at a pretty high. he's not perfect and you're never going to hire a perfect coach but he's coaching at a, at, a, at a pretty high level.
2: So are you off the move on from Ben Howland bandwagon?
1: Well, I haven't been on it. Okay. But we have debated it on the show. And um, he's not, you know, again, the roster's not perfect. The chemistry's not perfect for either team because you've got so many transfers. And by the way, Blake, that's the way it's going to be from here on out. Yep.
0: Yep. You know,
1: the, the, the Timmy Bowers thing... Brian Tyree staying there for years and years and building chemistry? It's not happening. That ship sailed. The Out of Bounds Show is powered by the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook, an award-winning DancingRabbitGolf.com. We'll do some NFL on the big board, continue our discussion around MSU and Ole Miss hoops. Good morning. Welcome in on a Max Effort Monday. The Out of Bounds Show podcast is brought to you by Boar's Head. Premium meats, cheeses, and hummus. Boar's head. Compromise elsewhere. What's on the big board, man? How are you that bad on special teams? at the NFL level. I understand how hard it is to coach high school. I mean, try to get 15 and 16 year olds going in the right direction. Okay, college. Extremely difficult to coach whatever sport.
2: Also special teams is like an afterthought in yeah, college. Yeah, I mean, still. and they
1: don't give you any time and your hustle yeah. and bustle and we got to do this and I But in the NFL, <laughs> you have unlimited you have two things that I think are very important. You have unlimited time and unlimited resources. Yep. So you can have a special teams coach, an assistant special teams coach, and four special teams analysts at the NFL level, and they don't check up as far as having that many people looking at the special teams every single day for hours and hours and hours. and I mean, if I asked Herbert Davis if he would love to have a special teams coach, an assistant special teams coach, and two special teams analysts, all fully funded, I think he'd be like, sold. Yeah. See, <laughs>
2: see the Bill Belichick model. Right. I mean, it got Joe Judge a job. Uh, well, John
1: Harbaugh was an excellent – I mean, a lot of head coaches have come through the special teams coordinator route. And and none other than John Harbaugh is an unbelievable guy to look at It because that is a that's another cerebral space in the game. You have to have your ducks in a row. Yep. And Harbaugh has been an unbelievable coach for the Baltimore Ravens, All right? I mean, so out of bounds one hundred the zone ESPN. But how? That just blows my mind. As good as the NFL is, you are
2: talking about the Packers for everybody. I am talking who, about the yeah.
1: Green Bay Packers. Yeah, how are you that bad on special teams? It costs it.
2: It not only I, mean, I costs see you, how like. Yeah
1: the Browns or the Cowboys would be? <laughs> because those are dysfunctional yes, franchises. I understand what you mean. I understand that. You know, the Jets, hey, like if I left the country and didn't know anything for six months and you and I met up and when I got back and you said, hey, Bo, the Jets weren't any good on special teams this year, I'm not going to be shocked.
2: Yeah. yeah, you'd be like, okay, good.
1: But there are, there are organizations like the Ravens and the Steelers and the Packers and several other, well, the 49ers for the better part of my life, other than the, that weird window in the two thousands, one and one and one. How are you that bad with unlimited time and unlimited resources?
2: Can I can I throw a wrench in your uh, hypothesis? There are the Packers really that organization, or are they the organization that squandered the last ten years of Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> No, I don't
1: think they have because I, they've been to so many NFC championship games and it's so difficult to even get there.
2: Um, they've been in three since the Super Bowl run. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah, that's no, a I lot. Know. That's I very understand. impressive
1: to me. Um, so in these four teams, what they had to do to get to where they are is, again, truly remarkable because winning's hard. But you're special- it was Saturday in Humphrey Coliseum. Or tonight on a high school soccer field? Or yesterday as we were watching unbelievable quarterback play between Mahomes and Josh Allen? Or when we thought Brady, after dropping it in the the bread basket of Michael Evans from Texas A&M, we thought Brady, oh, here we go again. No. Matthew Stafford, who has played for one of the most dysfunctional pro sports teams, regardless of sport, in North America, the last 50 years, counters Tom Brady. Yep. Playing chess Absolute and hits dime.
2: Cooper Cup. Dime. And throws a dime for the Rams to win. Oh, man. What? what a, that game was amazing. The end of that game was so much fun. The End of the game against uh, Bills Chiefs. You're talking about 25 points in a minute and 54 seconds to end that game. In the final. Two minutes. Say it again. Twenty-five points points of regulation. Of regulation, correct. Not counting the six points for Kansas City in overtime. Now,
1: are you going to jump up on, on the bar, on the soapbox? Are you, are you okay with the overtime rules, or would you like for the Bills to at least get a shot? I'm
2: anti NFL overtime rules. Okay, both teams need to touch. We were robbed of the of a of a josh allen chance at, in overtime right there which I, I hate that so definitely want to change that how about this though if you're the packers organization okay you wake up today and you just realize that not only did special teams cost you this game right. it cost you a run at the playoffs it might have cost you aaron Rodgers. it's a good point
1: he may he may have stayed you don't ever know.
2: You win a Super Bowl; it can be difficult to walk, no along. doubt, yeah. or,
1: or get, like you said, back to the NFC Championship game. Yeah, it it, co- it could cost you Aaron Rodgers, and then you really don't know what you have with Jordan
2: Love. Oh, I think you know you don't have Aaron Rodgers. Oh, I. <laughs> I think you know you are taking a giant leap backwards. Yeah. You go from NFC favorite to can they win their division? Maybe. Right. It's an incredible day. And look, we haven't even touched the game that started it all off. Joe Burrow. Who? The Bengals walk into Nashville and take Jeffrey Simmons and A.J. Brown and Ryan Tannehill's lunch money. No, they didn't take Jeffrey Simmons. He played... And the, they and the, they walked out. He played out. a look, super game. Look, he was wearing the wrong color. That's yeah. the problem. Now you can blame some other people. Oh, I'm not blaming anybody. I'm just saying they came in, took that lunch money, and left. But anyway.
1: uh hey, kudos. That's a tough place to play. And uh um, and
2: Brabel's a good coach. Brabel's an excellent coach. Are you kidding me? But it look, what 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 did it come down to? Joe Burrow just found a way, despite getting sacked ten times. Found a way to win. Isn't that amazing? That's incredible. And Ryan Tannehill is probably done.
1: You know, that's enough. All right, we haven't even thrown that. We, we have listed all these teams that are going to be looking for quarterbacks.
2: I mean, if you're the Tennessee Titans and you look at what happened this weekend, you you, you need a QB you, in the NFL. It's about right now. Tannehill,
1: not had, not not, yep. not even a year from now. Yep.
2: Tannehill had done really well for you this year. I I think a lot of people had faith in him, and that performance, three interceptions, I just. That may have been too much to overcome. Can you imagine if Dak did that?
1: It would be I, I watched the lead this morning on Good Morning Football. It was uh Tannehill's three picks were not was not the lead. No.
2: And look, what if Dak had been the number one seed like Aaron and the Packers and lost at home with only putting up, what was it, thirteen points or yeah. whatever? Yeah. Um I mean, truly remarkable. And how about this? First three games of our four, all three, all four games decided by a last-second score. First right off, the first three all decided by game-winning zeros on the clock field goals. I know. The final game decided by the overtime touch. Is touchdown. Robbie Gold the MVP of the NFL? Uh, he, might, him, or Evan McPherson? Well, for the Evan Bengals. McPherson,
1: who was going to Mississippi State and then went to Florida with Dan Mullen. Yikes. Can I tell you what he did? Because nobody cares in college. No. Uh, you should because uh, look at Mississippi State this year. You should, yeah. You know, you lost games because you couldn't. Look,
2: Alabama's lost chances at national titles because of kickers before. There so, you go. Yeah.
1: Um, Evan McPherson at Florida was 51 of 60. Oh, that's pretty good. Bill Golds and PATs, which you, everybody misses one every now and then.
2: Except Evan He McPherson. was
1: 149 of?
2: 150? Yep. Dang. That's amazing. I also watched a video of him at Florida where he kicked a football up onto a goal put, onto a bar up high in their indoor practice facility where they had taped a Gatorade bottle, and he kicked the football off the side of the bottle to open the top of the Gatorade bottle. Are you serious? It's the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my entire life. It was at Florida. The video circulated this weekend. We have some audio from it. That sounds it. like something you and your disc golf friends would yes. do. Yes. It's trick shot. What do special teams kids do during practice? Right. They come up with trick shot videos. Right. Yeah. Um, we have some audio. I mean, you're
1: watching Ed Ogeron call another Oklahoma. Dream. Yeah, that's
2: right. We're, we have uh, some Evan McPherson audio later that will explain to you why Evan McPherson is the Joe Burrow of NFL kickers.
1: Uh, fair enough. They're on the perfect team
2: together, dude. Two alphas, baby. Yeah, there, there you go. Hey,
1: I'll say this about alphas. Well, I'll, 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 I'll tease it. Was there an alpha at the hump? Humphrey Coliseum, on Saturday afternoon. I'll answer that question for you coming up next. The Out of Bounds Show is powered by MississippiSportsMedicine.com. Good morning, welcome
2: in. I'm your host, Bo Bounds, and this is The Out of Bounds Show. The Out of Bounds Show podcast is powered by Breezy Oaks Ranch. For Mississippi-raised premium Wagyu beef and heritage pork shipped straight to your door, visit BreezyOaksRanch.com.
0: Everyone ready?
2: This is the SE Insider Hit. Presented by your local Farm Bureau insurance agent. Go, Go local. Go with a home team.
1: All right. Uh, good morning. Welcome in. Mississippi State beat Ole Miss 78 to 60. I don't want to surprise you, but I actually went to the game. Um,. And Blake and I were discussing earlier, you know, like when the last time I went to a basketball game, I've got to be missing one. Or when the last time I was in the hump or the pavilion, right now we know I was there for Lane Kiffin's press conference. Uh, I mean, should I go crazy and go up to Oxford tonight watch Florida at Ole Miss? You know? I mean, Michael White and I have had a couple of beers together. He probably wants to see me. Um, I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, that that was a must-win for Hallen. I know that sounds so weird, uh, but it was. It was a must-win, and they did what they needed to do. And um, it was a, a competitive game. Um, well, at halftime, obviously, but then Mississippi State comes out but puts the hammer down. And um, you know, ran all miss out of the hump. And Garrison Brooks was good and and uh Molinar was good. Well DJ Jeffries even got it going late. Um, you know, he again, he's a nice player. He's far from good and nowhere near great. There wasn't a great basketball player in the in the uh, Coliseum. Um out of bounds, one oh five nine the zone, ESPN. Good morning, welcome in. Good morning, good morning. SEC insider hit this morning. Brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your auto and home and save with your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent. We're streaming live on the Out of Bounds radio app. The uh, Jackson Dart watch continues. And uh, I guess throw in Trigg, the tight end. And we'll see if they end up at Ole Miss. I don't know how many times I've said this. Ole Miss, Oklahoma, BYU. Or, if Caleb Williams does something weird, back at Southern Cal, who knows? We're, uh, we're streaming live on the Out of Bounds radio app, and we'll have Tom Bill in one hour. Tom Bill in one hour, and he will join us on the Bucked Up Energy Drinks guest line. Look for the deer, antlers, buck, you get it? Yeah, zero sugar uh, it's great to get you started uh, going into a workout, going into a work day uh, you got to study all night. Bucked up energy drinks. Bucked up energy drinks with the deer antlers buck on the cans. You'll see it. You'll love it. And, uh, boy, it's a great story behind this company, too. Blake, what do you have for me? You're over I there waving you- your hands and freaking out. I want to
2: give you the breaking news well not breaking but the latest news uh from the Jackson Dart sweepstakes. Jackson Dart to Troy? Uh <laughs> it, uh the Sooner Scoop website, which is a Joshua Oklahoma, yeah, website. Um, their sleuth team, their detective squad, Ooh. has discovered that Jackson Dart's girlfriend has been has started following a handful of Ole Miss players and coaches on Instagram okay that's from late yesterday afternoon so there we go so you do with that information what you will all right so this could
1: be maybe it never left but it could be trending back uh towards the old miss rebels as far as jackson dart and maybe michael trigg tied in they were at southern cal and we'll see if they go ahead and uh Pull the trigger today. So, um I oh gosh, here we go again on the Ag Up Equipment Text line. 601-885-3776. Um Okay, I have to say this to Mississippi State fans. You're not as talented as you think you are in basketball. You're not. Um, but you have talent. Molinar's good. Garrison Brooks is good. And then you have some nice players. Now you don't have a uh, um, like Timmy Bowers the way he was his junior and senior year. Um, you don't even have DeBost, uh, who was an uh, an absolute playmaker. Now if he had uh, if he had Molinar's mindset, you know, then you would have really had something because you know Molinar's a great kid. Uh, you don't have an alpha on the team. You know how we talk about Matt Corral and Tanner Allen this year and how what an alpha just brings to sports? Well, I guess your business, too. Um, but you got to have people that are on the front line that are going to do the big stuff. You know, the heavy hitters, the guys with the big books, the Rainmakers. And so as I'm watching the game and I'm in Humphrey Coliseum on Saturday, I'm like, man, Molinar's good. Garrison Brooks is Either pretty good or good. And then there's a drop. And then you got uh, some nice players. And then you've got some role players. But you're you're not... You you don't have an NBA player. I think Molinar can play for years somewhere. Uh, Yeah, I don't know how the world's going to continue to kind of wake up and do what they need to do post-COVID. So I don't even know how the European or Asian leagues look now how they're funded, and so on. You could go over there. We've had some Ole Miss and MSU guys go over there and make six figures for 8, 10, 12 years. It's a great way to make a living, okay? Uh, But I don't even know how that looks. I don't know how many of them, you know, maybe went bankrupt. Uh, What it looks like. And so, but Molenarch, if we're going to have these leagues in Israel and and, uh, Europe and Asia and even South America, He's definitely a guy that could go there and play. He still needs to de- continue to develop his his outside shot. Um but and then Tolu when healthy and I hate that he got hurt at the end of the game and he he's been fighting all year to get on the floor like for college basketball today Tolu is a good post player in the game today. He's not special, he's not elite, he's not going to the NBA. But he he is a he is a good college post player, not special, not great, but good. Now you're lacking one one more guard. You know, DJ Jeffries looks really uncomfortable on the perimeter. He doesn't look smooth or fluid, or you know, so on. Uh, you're you're yeah, and so you know that's kind of what I saw on on Saturday. I like more. He's a nice player. And uh if he hangs around, which nobody does this day and age, I figure he'll try to I mean he'll try to go to the NBA so far. He's as close as I am to the NBA. But you know, Shaquille Moore is is a nice player who could be a good player. Um, but you know, he there was no takeover with him, right? I mean, when you look at the points, Molinar had 20 and and Blake, he does a quiet twenty. It's, he is yep. he you know how yep. these players in the NBA and college basketball? That's why he reminds me of a throwback player. He's he's a player that I when I all I did was watch college basketball growing up. I mean 1988, 1992, 1994 type player. He can do a little bit of everything. He is smooth, he's good, he's heady, he's he's intelligent. Uh he he will share the basketball, uh, maybe too much. Um it's so funny. You know, we want our players perfect. It's like we want them aggressive, but then when sometimes we think they're too aggressive, we need them a little more passive. I'd say probably is a little too passive.
2: He only took eleven shots, which oh, you, he's super you efficient. might say My gosh. you might say is not enough right. for, for Iverson Mullen. Right. And that's I think that's to your point, he's not a flashy scorer like Stefan Moody or Marshall Henderson where They may take over a game, or even Q could do some things. Yeah. Weatherspoon, you were like, "Whoa!" Q would do this thing where all you would you'd be watching the game and it'd kind of be in the balance, and then a Q, a Henderson, a Moody would take the ball, and in five possessions they'd have nine points Mm -hmm. in a straight, you know, five straight possessions they'd score four times, you know, have nine, ten points, and all of a sudden the game's different. Yeah. That's Iverson's not he hasn't done that type of game takeover. I mean, 7 of 11 from the field, 2 of 5 from 3, 4 of 5 from free throw. Well, he had a wonderful game. That's it's it's that's a good point. stat line, but it doesn't stand out in any way. It's just kind of... And he just doesn't the have
1: the, the the Tyree, Derek Zimmerman yeah. take over a game, uh, Timmy Bowers, you know, like you said, Marshall Henderson, and that they don't have anybody on that roster that will go and get the game. And again, this whole game is about, look at Auburn, it's about how you defend the last five to seven seconds on the shot clock. And can you go get a basket, a bucket, at the last five seconds yep. of so the shot clock? Q Weatherspoon could. Brian and Tyree could make you look silly. Q could, too. And, you know, Kermit's got a solid team at best. Uh, I mean, Brakefield's a nice player. Morel, uh shows flashes. Um, and Ruffin's a nice player. And they don't have Joyner or Allen, but that's not a good roster. Um, it's it's a nice roster. I mean, could they win tonight against Florida? Obviously, they're hosting Florida at the Pavilion. Ole Miss has three home games this week.
2: Yeah, which is crazy. Talking
1: about a time to make
2: hay is now. Except they're all packed in, so I mean, you're going to be. I mean, you're well, you're playing a lot of back to back. Quick ones, and and everybody has kind
1: of lost a COVID game and has to reschedule and add a new another game to their uh, schedule, and that's just part of it. Now Mississippi State schedule is brutal this week, at Kentucky, at Texas Tech. Yikes! That's um, and then Tolu, you'll just have to see how long they say he's week to week. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, and I know some of you are frustrated that Ben Howland had him on the court. With 10 seconds left, that's fair enough. I think Ben's doing a really good job coaching this basketball team. I think the majority of the fan base is missed. I I think he's doing a good job. He's not great. I mean, how many great coaches do we have in he He's doing a good job coaching this basketball team. They're not as, they are still, so is Kermit's team. They're still too much built like it's 1999. You just are. Now I will say this: the Brooks kid is a handful. That that guy's a problem. You know, if Ole Miss had another piece, who knows? But the the Brooks dude, I mean, he was five for five from the field. Yeah, he he's he's a problem. Uh, Mississippi State didn't really have an answer for him. I mean, he's seven foot one and he could move a little bit. Uh, but that that's my deal. You don't have an alpha alpha at, at Mississippi State. You don't have a special player. Molinar good brooks is good Uh, and then you have some nice players and then you have some role players we're live in the bank plus studio out of bounds espn 105 down the zone brought to you by farm bureau insurance bundle your auto and home and save with your local farm bureau insurance agent in any of the 82 counties of mississippi now let me say this it is rare that you get a good rocking crowd in Starkville and oxford that was the first time in a long time i'd been in humphrey coliseum where it was a good crowd oh. and the students i got to give them credit i i wasn't sure that they would they would come out uh the students packed it was packed and they were loud and they were into the game wow so that considering this team isn't like you know if they'd won another like two or three games mm-hmm. i could see that yeah but good for the students to come to Humphrey Coliseum. I mean, it's better than sitting in your dorm room on your phone. Yeah. I mean, you and I went – I mean, all I did was go to games as a student. Okay? I mean, I lived at Duty Noble. I lived at the Hump. I went, I went to those games. They were inexpensive. Yeah. And, you know, I didn't have any money in college. And it was great entertainment. And I had a lot of fun. So – uh, but that, that's where we are. No alpha on either squad. Mississippi State has a better roster They're number forty-four right now, net ranking. You got a shot to do this. It's with these two road games and LSU and so on on the other side. You've got a brutal stretch. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to, man. You're
2: going to have to be flawless at home and get some upsets and pick off like one on the road. If you could win this Texas Tech game, not uh, Kentucky's going to be very difficult. Texas Tech, I think, is a winnable game. It's on the road, which makes it extremely difficult, but that team itself is not yeah. elite. So that yeah. you could win that game. That'd be and for net reasonable. Yeah, rankings, they, they that'd can they can win at Texas Tech. I don't see them winning. Is it
1: tomorrow night? I think we got a Tuesday yeah, night I game. I think it's we, Tuesday. So we have Ole Miss tonight hosting Florida in the pavilion, and then Mississippi State in Bourbon Country, uh, in Lexington, Kentucky. What a man, what a great town. Tomorrow
2: night seven. Set
1: tomorrow at seven. I think that's right. Okay. Yeah. All right, well, there you go. Our bourbon country game between uh, MSU and Kentucky is brought to you by Russell's Reserve, the uh, new official bourbon of the Out of Bounds show. It's the Wild Turkey Premium Line. We're very, 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 very excited to have them in. Um, So that's MSU at Kentucky tomorrow. If anybody's taking a uh, private plane, I'll be happy to go. Um, Just text me, 601-885-3776. I'm in. I'll go to Lexington. (laughs) Go to that steakhouse right by Rupp Arena Ooh. that Calipari loves to go to and all the NBA players, when they come back in town, go to. It's a fabulous restaurant. It's one of the best restaurants I've been to. Do You think you'll go with Cal? Probably.
2: Yeah. Probably.
1: What or you- whoever's just retired from the NBA that played at
2: Kentucky. What do you think if you sat down with Calipari and you're not a basketball recruit, right? So it's not he's not recruiting someone at the table, right? If you if you and Cal and maybe a couple other guys just just sit Calipari. down at this steakhouse, what do you think the first thing Cal talks about is himself? Okay, yeah, that's exactly uh, what um, I thought. <laughs> here's what's funny
1: about him: he is a he's got a lot more depth than you think he does. Yeah, he runs with uh, wherever he goes. He locks in with CEOs like he and Fred Smith with FedEx. Yeah, he was. Of in, they're very close. He's very close with some of the uh Kentucky alums that are worth well north of five hundred million if not billionaires. Yeah. Um he is uh he's a great storyteller. You would love to go to dinner with him and let him tell you stories about basketball and his life. Okay. He's very as you know, he's very yeah. animated. And uh I'd love to go to dinner with him. Oh I mean I, I mean me too, I, his ego yeah. doesn't bother me. I get that it's big <laughs> and um that's great. He's a wonderful coach, and uh, he's done a great job at Kentucky. He did an unbelievable. Dude, you don't remember this? When I was growing up, was it Dana Kirk and Trip Lee? Memphis went to, I think, a Final Four in the 80- eighty. Their, their coach ended up going to federal prison. I think. Um, <laughs> I, know that, I know that sounds very nuts. Memphis of him. And and then they lost their way, and and Cal
2: went in and and totally rebuilt that program. Yeah, I mean he. I mean they haven't won had it, since. No, he had it rolling. Penny uh, Hardaway is losing it. Pat, up there. Josh
1: Pastner and and Penny Hardaway are not not uh, obviously coming. John Calipari had a national championship one with a minute
2: and a half left against Kansas. Correct. And and, and then Mario Chalmers had an amazing shot. Yeah, uh, Keith,
1: Lee, I, Keith Lee, Keith Lee, Keith Lee, and I think Dana Kirk. Keith Lee was like a a, a poor man's Patrick Ewing. Blake, this was when everything went to the post. Yes, which makes no sense then or today. Correct. Um, but but so he was the guy that went down on the block, sat there. You know, everybody stopped, threw it to the you know wing, and then threw it down to the perimeter.
2: Can I uh, take your? I mean, I'm sorry. Threw it down to the post. To the post. You don't yes. Throw it, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I know. I knew what you meant. Can I take what you were talking about with Mississippi State, and Ole Miss, and Alphas, and also bring up a great point that we saw that, this that I was
1: right in August that Mississippi State didn't have a, a a different... Remember I got hammered on six-pack speak? For Shout football? out to Steven, by the way. I saw him this weekend. I remember in August when I said that Mississippi State did not have a difference maker, and there was a thread 47 miles long yes. on six-pack speak about yes. how stupid I am, and, yes. I, and I may be. But on that particular take or topic, um, I, I just thought it was pretty easy to look at the roster and, and know that they didn't have one. Ole Miss did. His name was Matt Corral. And so this in in what 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 the two teams that won in 2021? What did they have, Blake? Mississippi State had Tanner Allen and Landon Sims. Correct.
2: Ole Miss had Matt Corral and Sam Williams. Yeah. This not, is not it's, it's hard not just to figure about. Out. And I think what you have to sometimes understand as a fan is it's not just about talent; it's about that intangible leadership ability inside the locker room to elevate those around you. Yeah. Nobody said that Makai Polk wasn't talented, or that Will Rogers doesn't have some talent. But the alpha leadership isn't there yet on that roster. Right. That's what you were saying. And right. I think here's a great point to bring up that we saw this weekend in the NFL and we've seen over the last calendar year. Oh, Joe Burrow might be the most alpha quarterback the NFL seen in the last 20 seasons. All right.
1: Well, let's do you have the audio?
2: Yes. The, from Evan McPherson?
1: Yeah. All right. Evan McPherson was going to Mississippi State, ended up at Florida with Dan Mullen, was an unbelievable kicker. And talking about a couple of dudes with some alpha in them, they led the Cincinnati Bengals, for goodness sakes, to the AFC Championship game as they ripped the heart out of the Tennessee Titans. Blake?
0: What really happened on the sideline before that kick? No, I mean, what he said was true. Uh, me and Brandon were just standing over there by the heater. And uh, right before I went out to kick, I was like, well, it's time to go to the AFC Championship game. Uh, just just to have confidence in myself <laughs> is big for me and uh, to kind of challenge yourself, uh, you know. You, you say you're going to take your team to the AFC Championship. You better go out there and do it. And so that's kind of what was going through my mind.
1: Hey, you, you know how when you're in a room and you're looking around, something needs to be done, and and somebody either steps up and does it, or everybody just sits around and looks at each other and says, "Who's going to be the one?"
2: Mm-hmm. Same thing here. Yep, Evan McPherson—that's who was talking. The Bengals kicker. Um, he embodies exactly what Joe Burrow is. And I look at what, and Matt Corral and Tanner Allen. There's to no take doubt. Local. But but what what's what Joe Burrow has done. For, the, for Louisiana State University and for the Bengal Tigers of Cincinnati. It's truly remarkable. It is. You're right. And that roster is not that much better than it was two or three years ago. It's better, It's it's but it's the worst defense in the playoffs. And yet, they're putting together this great performance because they're inspired. Joe yeah. Burrow is taking a team that was 0-7 in road playoff games in franchise history. They just won a road playoff game. They had not won a playoff game at all. Since nineteen, uh, what was it? 988 So I mean, absolutely. You mean a playoff game period? Period. Uh, yeah. You told me they've never won a road game. They yeah. were zero and seven in road games. They okay. had not won a playoff game as a franchise since like eighty-eight or ninety-one. So, so you're snapped- telling me that uh, was it? Ken Eason, yeah, and right. Chris Collinsworth in the Icky
1: Shuffle never won a playoff game, or whoever it was. No, back they,
2: then. the uh, the Boomerisias. Yeah, the last time they won one was. Uh nineteen ninety. Oh. So there you go. It was a thirty Ooh. it was a thirty-one year drought of wow. playoff wins. Okay. Including a stretch with Andy Dalton and Marv Lewis, where they lost one, two, three, four, five straight seasons in the wild card round. Okay. Okay. This is a team that was destitute. They the difference between the Bengals and the Browns was negligible at best. And Joe Burrow changed all of that. And that's now a town and a team that not only believes they belong... Do you think it's because his dad's tied to Starkville? Yeah, well, there's no doubt. Okay, go ahead. There's no doubt. But no, I mean, it's truly remarkable what a quarterback can do for your franchise. I know! Because Joe Burrow single-handedly has made Cincinnati believe that there's no difference between them and anybody else in the rest of the NFL. And it's incredible. Can you imagine... You remember when
1: Mississippi State and Ole Miss were in the top five in 2014? Yes. And just everything was buzzing and humming in this... I mean... It didn't matter where you went. Church, gas station, breakfast, lunch, it's all dinner. all anyone
2: could talk about. Ball
1: fields, watching your kids play. That's, that, it was just insanity, right? Yeah. Yep. That's what's going on in Cincinnati At this maybe morning. maybe even
2: a heightened level. Yeah. yeah, absolutely.
1: And that's fun. And thats it, it's what it's all about.
2: And Joe Burrow might be that next great, sellable, tangible face in the doubt. NFL. I mean, I think he can truly be... He might be Peyton Manning. For me, Peyton Manning was the NFL for for all of the 2000s. That was the face. I think Joe Burrow will be the brand of the NFL moving forward. Okay.
1: Wow. He is one heck of a football player, man. He's so talented. And we we don't give him enough credit what he can do athletically. He's really, Blake, when you think about it, he's off the charts athletically. Off the charts. He's a big man, huge, and he can move and he can run and obviously he can throw it. And he's He's got what we were talking about earlier. He's got the alpha, the dog hitting, and the Bengals are in the AFC. Say that out loud. The Bengals are in the AFC championship game. And so is your favorite quarterback too, Jimmy Garoppolo. The next New Orleans Saints starter, Jimmy G with the San Francisco 49ers. Good morning. Welcome in. Tom Luganville joins us at 8.30
0: on the Out of Bounds Show. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?